Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's porch over 50 years ago. The front porch is a strange place to start a business. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at Toscano. You can see Bill Toscano's front porch on toscano.com. Make sure you check it out. We can help with easy cyber liability indications in our Raiders page at Toscano.com. Let us help you prepare for your annual insurance reviews and to round your accounts. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Hey, Dana. How you doing? Great, Nicole. How are you? I am well. I know. Like we are together in person and it feels like it's been semi sort of forever, Um, but it's nice to actually record and see your lovely face that's not on a screen. I know, right? right? It is so good. good to see you. Yeah, good to see travels in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just start off and say I'm sorry about your eagles. Oh. But they did fantastic. Oh my gosh. You should be super proud to right. have an amazing quarterback. This is a lot coming from a Pittsburgh fan. <laughs> I'm just going to say that full disclosure. Um but what a game mm-hmm. and I hope you're proud of them. Don't don't give up because I think they're going to yeah. be back. I they did. I know. They did so well. Literally like the last eight minutes of the game, my heart started to sink. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is not actually going to turn around. I was like, oh man. But you shed a tear because there's a lot of borderline. It was borderline. I was pretty upset. I was. But I will say, you know, I did promise Sophie that I'd buy right. her a Hertz jersey if they want. So I saved myself a couple hundred bucks, but I know she doesn't listen to the show. Um, I am going to be getting her one for her birthday in May. Oh. So it should be less expensive by then, I'm thinking. <laughs> but that's fantastic. Yeah. She's gonna, I have goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. She's going to be so excited. She is going to be so excited. And she stayed up for the whole thing, which I never let her do. I'm like, Baby, the Eagles are playing. You can stay up. Like I knew it was going to be late, but uh, I have exceptions. Those exactly. Loud. And again, I'm still surprised that she had school. I was hearing Philadelphia right. school. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're preparing to thinking they're going to have their parade and their party and all their stuff. So I can get why they did that. Eagles fans get a little, little crazy. A little we all crazy. do. We, we all, all do. do. But, I, we all do. You know. So I can I understand. Had, I had to pick out where we left off. You were prepping oh, yeah. for the party. So. Oh yeah, prepping for the. Prepping for the party that we didn't have anybody over because I didn't want to always flag that. That's what we did. So, um, you know, and my family had to fend for themselves. Like everything was in crockpots, but yeah, it was good. So really, really good. I was considering putting a cooler beer in the living room. I didn't do it, but you know, I know, right? Like arms reach, right? Arms it's not reach. like it used to be where you can't pause live TV. Like we can do this oh, now, you know, so it would have been okay, but like, you don't want to miss anything. So. Anyways, yeah, there was a great game, but today we're going to be talking through cross-selling techniques that actually work because this is something I think, you know, anybody who has had sales background of any any kind, you know, there's different techniques you can use for selling. We never want to come across as being hardcore sales or anything like that, but Having a technique that actually works that you can be comfortable doing um, is key. And in this industry, you know, we're here to educate people. We're here to provide them with um, the things they don't necessarily know that they need. Um, And, you know, part of this and part of our responsibility as an insurance professional is to make sure they're covered properly. So if they're coming to us for, you know, their auto insurance, we want to ask them if they own their home or if they rent, you know, we want to be able to do that kind of a cross sell. So 
we're going to go through some techniques that have worked for both Dana and I through the years um, in multiple roles. So we've both been retail and we have both been on the wholesale side. So I want to talk through a couple of those things and share um, with you. So Dana, let's let's hop in a little bit with what you've experienced in um, you know some of the things that you've done in the past. So what have you found that has worked for you when you are talking to others about additional products? Well, I want to start by saying a lot of this cross-selling evolves over time. You get more, mm-hmm. you might get more confident with it the longer you do it. And the more you understand your, your company, your coverages. I, I want to start with that because mm-hmm. I think starting out, it's a little intimidating. Oh my gosh, I yeah. feel like, you know, I don't want to be salesy, you know. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, the thing I like about our career is we really are in the business of protecting people. So I yes. always felt better knowing that whatever I'm going to offer to you, whether you take it or not, at least offered you some type of protection that I wanted you to be aware of. Mm-hmm. So depending what they came in for um, on the retail side, for example, um, if they came in because they're buying their first home and that's how we got them in the door, mm-hmm. obviously I'm going to, my first pivot was going to be to auto insurance. I'm going to save you money on the homeowners. So if you can let me take a look at your auto. Now I know the saving money is a nice little kind of a salesy pitch, yeah. but you, then we can start getting into coverages. But before I did that, I would talk about homeowners protection, of course, right? And every type of endorsements and things that are available, because if they don't choose it, this is the coverage they won't have in the event of a loss. Mm-hmm. Again, that came with time for me to get confident in all the coverages that we offer and actually to get to know them. Yes. Um, and then it always could pivot down the road too. Um, I think a lot of things that helped us over time and the different agents I work for. We've talked about this before too, is an onboarding type of process. If you really know what they're coming in for, kind of having an onboarding checklist, if you would say, but an idea of itinerary of how to help you get things in order for this conversation. Right, the prep work, yeah. Yeah, there is some prep, especially if you know it's coming. If Mm -hmm. you know it's coming, put in the time and talk about it. And that will really help in the cross selling. And again, I always cross selling always sounds like I'm selling something, right? It's just in the end, I guess we are, but I always think of them giving them more protection. Absolutely. So let's define it. Let's, let's define and put, and put a definition to cross selling. So yes, in the definition, it is an act of selling a product. Um, but this is a product that's going to be related or complements something that the customer already has. So this isn't a brand new person off the street that we're cross-selling to. No, this is something they already have with us. So easy examples, and this can be across multiple lines. So auto insurance to people who have a homeowner's policy with you already. Um, And a lot of us in the industry, we call it rounding accounts instead of cross-selling as well. So um, if you are in personal lines and you have somebody who owns a home, you're going to want to try to sell their auto. And leading with the discounts they're going to get first is always helpful versus telling them the discounts at the end of the quote, like saying right away, okay, we're writing your homeowners. You're going to get a lesser premium on your homeowners if we write your auto as well. And you'll get that combined discount. Um, it definitely can feel awkward at first. And, you know, a lot of my staff, when I had my agency, they're like, we're not salespeople. And I'm like, neither am I. And they're like, well, well, what do you call this? We're really educating our clients. 
at the end of the day, that's what we're doing. We are educating our clients. We're not trying to sell them something they don't need, you know? Um, so I, I think that once we can get that out of our heads and and I've had these conversations with, you know, I work with thousands of agents. Um, if you can take the road of being an educator in this industry, you'll be respected by your clients um, and you will get a lot of referrals. Right. Because no one likes that hardcore sales. This is why we all hate buying cars. Like Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Talk to others that you want, the way you want to be spoken to, to help you understand what you're coming into. We've all purchased items as consumers, things that we didn't really know what we were getting into. Yeah. And when you walk in, Good example. And now this was like 15 years ago. That's okay. okay. That's okay. Remember when the plasmas and LED mm-hmm. televisions came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so everyone husband, needed it. We were dating. We were living together though at the time. And then we want to get this television, right? And there was this salesy guy. And like, oh, this one. And here's why. And he is saying verbiage we don't understand. LED was just new. Right. Plasma was just new. It got to the point where my husband, now husband, at that time, he was like, can you just take him? <laughs> so I literally drifted him away and he just went through televisions and he said, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so I'm just going to buy the best one that looks the best to me. And that's ended up what he's doing. So you can tell when you're in a situation, if someone's being salesy and pushy mm-hmm. or they're really trying to educate you. And when you can tell that difference, you're so much more comfortable as the consumer if you mm-hmm. put yourself in their shoes to do business with them. Okay. So they really have my best interest at heart. I really believe what they're saying. I might not buy everything that they're offering me right now, but I know it's there if I need it. Right. And, you know, there's so many cool tools that are available now for um, agents, whether you're a captive agency or you work for an independent agency. We all have these awesome agency management systems and they create all of these reporting tools. They help us to know who to reach out to, who has what line of business and not the other. So you have this ability to run all these real spiffy reports. These reports can be like a roadmap for you as you're trying to do this. So for instance, if you've got um, business policies, you know, um, commercial lines, policies, packages, but you don't have workers comp to go with it. Okay. This is something for us to look at um, because these people obviously potentially have employees and you want to talk through that. So you can run lists to see what you're going to going to um, be focusing on, but in preparation for that, and you said this, Dina, doing your research and getting your stuff together first is such a great thing to do. So for instance, cyber liability insurance, everybody and their brother needs it right now. And as an agent, if you're not familiar with cyber liability, please get familiar with it because it is like the next big thing and everybody needs it. Um, So any business owner's policy that you have should have a cyber liability policy. The cool thing you can do for prep work for this, and we've got this awesome tool we created here at Toscano, you can go and get cyber liability quotes on our comparative indicator tool on our website with four pieces of information that you already will have if you insure this business. And the cool thing is it creates a proposal packet for you and gives you indications from several different companies. There's all kinds of tools and things like that out there for multiple lines of business. But if you can take the time to look that up, do those you know quick indicators ahead of time before your meeting or before your annual insurance review, which you should be doing, you have it right there. 
And I always say I like to do things in threes when it comes to providing options for people in insurance. So three different carrier options, they're likely going to pick the middle one. So having that together, doing that research, preparing for an annual insurance review really kind of sets the stage for you to be able to bring up those items to cross out. So what did you do for a prep work for insurance reviews? Well, again, we had a we had a, a boarding and now obviously onboarding was a little different if you already knew the client, if they were right. with you, but we still had kind of a, a guideline that, especially with my, my last agent I worked with, he, he was very organized and and having, making sure we were all prepared. He, mm-hmm. he prepared us to do that. And by that time I, I kind of was already in it for a while. Yeah. So sometimes you don't, it's not that you need a physical piece of paper. I'm not even saying that, Yeah. but just almost a guideline at first, it might be a physical piece of paper, like a checklist. So make sure I touched on all these coverages. Um, but the renewals coming in, if you know that person, it's a client, if you've been at this retail agent for a while and you know, this client, you've actually worked with them a year or two, you should have a basic understanding of them. Yeah. Maybe a little bit personal relationships, family, right. what's going on in their family. Yeah. And, and always that's very beneficial. Because as their lives change, more protection. Again, protection is always important, but things change. I've told you, I, I, we had life insurance. We had bank products. We had things outside the norm. Right. Um, that we can continue to offer our clients. And we want to make sure when we had those reviews as far as renewals, that we started touching on the other things that, that they didn't have. Again, like you said, Nicole, always leave with the discounts they have and the perks that they have, the accident forgiveness, this endorsement over here, protection. Talk about the things they have and the protection they have, and then start to talk about, have you ever thought if this happened? I see that you don't have this. Let's talk about what that coverage is. And let's talk about if that, if it will cost you more, how much it will cost. And when people, if you buy them into the protection and they see like, oh my, that's really concerning. Even if let's say it's a hundred dollars a year, I'm just, Mm -hmm. if you break it down less than $10 a month, they actually might say, oh yeah, I definitely want that. Yeah. Do the monthly. Monthly always works better. Show them a hundred, say we've all paid for way more, less important things for Mm -hmm. $10 a month, but this will give you that protection. And also be on the up and up of what your carriers are rolling out. Mm -hmm. There's some homeowners right now that are starting to put homeowners companies that are starting to put on those back, the, the, um, outside line protection oh, yes. and things like that. Uh-huh. This is Service line. I, mm-hmm. When I was leaving the retail side, our carrier was starting to talk about it. Yeah. I know some carriers were starting to cover it. That was a big to-do. Right. I had a I had an insured call me, call me and said, I hear this company XYZ is offering this. Are you doing it yet? Oof. And I was like, I don't think so. I I didn't hear of it yet. And yeah. then within a month, all of a sudden our carrier's talking about it. Wasn't there yet. Yeah. And they said, you need to let me know if that happens. I was actually afraid he was literally going to jump ship because of that. Right. So be on the up and up. Know what they're offering. Same on the auto side, the the um, Uber type of exposures. Mm-hmm. There was newer endorsements for the transportation networks. Things are evolving. Things are changing. Be on the up and up. And again, not cross-selling or upselling, but making sure they know it's there. Because if they decide tomorrow they want to drive for Uber, and you just met with them a month ago, maybe just have that conversation. They don't know they need it, but kind of right. bring it up in conversation or listen to what they're saying. 
Just a little example. Absolutely. And you know, when you take the time to do this, this is improving your client relationship. Mm -hmm. If you're doing it right, if you aren't, you know, like really putting it in their face and being that hardcore sales, um, but taking the time to educate them, people appreciate that. And I keep saying this, like everyone's like, oh, you know, all the insurance tech places, you know, all the online places, people can go get their own coverage. They are staying with an independent agent for a reason. Mm -hmm. They're with you for a reason. They want things to be explained to them. They want to have that feel good feeling if they do have a claim and they're in that situation. If they wanted something else that they would just go select it themselves, that's what they'd be doing. So don't hesitate and chicken out to share these things. They're with you for a reason. Right. So being able to do this is going to help to improve those client relationships. You're looking out for the best interest all the time. You're making sure you're giving them excellent coverage that's going to protect them no matter what. And I, I can't help to say this enough. I know that folks who write commercial lines tend to be better at completing those annual insurance reviews because there's just more going on with businesses versus those of us who focus on personal lines. Everyone's like, I don't have enough time. It is so much easier to help round out accounts and cross sell to existing clients than it is to go out and look for new business. Not only does this help you um, from an ENO standpoint, completing those annual insurance reviews, if something does come up and you end up going to ENO court, the first thing that the judge is going to ask is when's the last time you did an insurance review? Because as insurance professionals, this is our responsibility, whether we're personal lines or commercial lines. So it's really important that we dedicate the time to do that. But if we are offering these other products to people, whether it's commercial lines or personal lines, and they say they don't want it, get them to sign the paper. Yes. Because how do you have proof of your annual insurance review if you've got no documentation? It's got to go into the agency management system. So I'm not here to scare everybody and be like, you have to protect our own back, but in a way we do. Because mm -hmm. if someone's rejecting it, we need proof that they're rejecting it. Mm -hmm. Like we offer them flood insurance and they say no. And then their house floods and they say, well, I didn't know I didn't have coverage. Well, yes, you do. Here it is. You rejected it. I offered this to you. So just another extra step for everybody's best interest. It's important. Right. And the one thing, if you don't mind me saying this, is I feel like there's such an advantage with having someone like a wholesaler on your side. I worked with a captive agency. We did offer a lot of products, but there was some, we had a lot of bread and butter products. Yep. It was the niche. But if we got too deep in the commercial things, they wouldn't touch. And there was a lot of times I was afraid we could lose some really nice accounts because the com someone else was writing the commercial. When I started working here, obviously, you have different departments to reach out to. I'm in the commercial auto department line now. So cross-selling, there's there are products that we, what, if we can't offer here in our office, we can help offer. I just think it's wonderful to have that outlet. And for the retail agents that have us and wholesalers on their side, let us help you try to fill those gaps. Mm -hmm. When you're looking to prep for a review, you know that it's coming up and you see a gap, like you said, the cyber liability. That you don't have through your office. I think it's a great outlet. Oh, yeah. Again, I was captive. I didn't even know this existed. This was fantastic. Right. That's how naive I was. Mm -hmm. So my point of let us help you the cross sell and give you the protection. Please use everything to your advantage and the tools that we even have on our line, on web, our website, anything. Absolutely. Um, and even just standalone umbrellas, whether it's personal right. lines or commercial lines, you know, sometimes things just don't fit and we help with those all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And the agent doesn't even need to control the underlying with us, which is like bogus to most people's minds. Mm -hmm. They're not used to that. So that's just another thing, another great 
you know, rounding of an account is to make sure people have their umbrella policies for both types of clients. But one of the biggest things that's most important is starting these types of conversations early with your insured. So you want to make sure your client is aware of everything that you sell. We did um, webinars, and I think we even had a discussion on the podcast about being prepared with your elevator pitch. You should be able to share what you have to offer, no matter what industry you're in, within 30 seconds of talking to somebody. It is your responsibility to make sure your client knows everything you have to offer. Now, I'm not saying, you know, just regurgitate boring information, spin it in your own way, um, practice that and be able to share that. You shared, Dana, that you kind of did like an onboarding thing so folks would know kind of the same thing, just in a Cliff Notes type version Mm -hmm. of it. So our responsibility is to make sure our client knows everything that we can help them with. So we do that real, real well here. I think we do a pretty good job of that here at the Toscano Agency. But taking the time to ask questions of your client as well, you had touched on this, Dana, to know what's going on in their lives. If you have established that relationship, you should have a pretty good idea. But using um, a CRM or a customer relationship management system or the activity section in an agency management system, jotting down the things you do learn, like if you know they've got a baby on the way and you know when the baby's due, you want to put that in there. You don't want to miss a beat when it comes to the things that these folks do share with you. They're taking the time to share things that are going on, very personal things in their life. We don't want to forget about it. And us being able to share that when they call and we have, you know, a nice little reminder in our management system saying, hey, last time we talked, they told you blah, blah, blah. You want to bring it up and then, you know, start to weave that into the protection plan that you're building for them. Did you have some sort of a system that you use, Jaina? Excuse me. Yeah. In our system, we had a nice little feature. And it was a management system, but right in the middle, you can cut and just put general notes. So when they called in. It was caller ID, and if it was linked to the to that insurer, it would pull up their file, and then oh, the, automatically, automatically would pull. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, it was unbelievable. And yeah, in the middle of that plan, we made specific in our office. We would say, put those details in there. Yeah, um, for had first grandbaby in April. Um, so and so is getting married in in August. And whoever we put those notes in, so then when they call. We would pop it. Or if we got in the file because we're maybe looking to set up the review, Mm -hmm. you have that personal touch in there. Mm -hmm. And honestly, when you work on the retail side and you start to see these clients, it ends up being personal relationships. It always for me. Mm -hmm. I genuinely cared for so many of my clients that I actually remembered a lot of it anyway, because I'd start to see them and or talk to them for whatever reason that brought them in, whether it was a claim, whether it was a payment, whether it was a product, whatever had to be. Mm -hmm. And it it was fun building the relationships and actually finding the relationships within the clientele. Right. You didn't realize if you're just starting and then making those weaves. But that was perfect for us whenever I was there. So if you have that in your office, that's my that's my thing that I would suggest. Right. Um, and put that in there. And honestly, I hate to say all the good things, but we put other side notes, you know, so and so was just diagnosed with cancer, going through treatments. And but that is very important too. Oh, and yeah. all of that is very, very important. And especially the contact information might change, whatever it may be. This is the son contact of so and so if there's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's all. So we used it very, very well. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. You have that, please. 
Yeah. Another conversation that can kind of kind of lead into the ability to round an account or to be able to cross-sell an account is to discuss common misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. Most homeowners think that their homeowner's policy is going to fix everything that could possibly go wrong at their house. You know, it's a common misconception or that, you know, if their house floods, it's going to be covered by their homeowner's policy, all of those things. So, and we can do this, you know, over on the commercial land side as well, but um, really important to use some funny claim examples. People yes. remember things if they're laughing. Um, so use it in a way that has less jargon, bring it down to an example that's going to help them to be able to relate to what you're talking about. That's a good way to open up these discussions too. And I do like what you said earlier about when we are talking money, because it always comes down to money, you lead with those discounts first. But then when it does come down to how much this costs, I always use to share with folks monthly. It's a lot easier to digest a monthly figure than it is an annual figure. So that's that's a good way to kind of to kind of ease that into the conversation a little bit better. And a lot of times they are paying monthly too, especially on the personal lines. Yeah. So I don't mean to interrupt you, but no. that's was a lot easier too. Just mm-hmm. say, hey, really, you're only going to see this called eight bucks a month in your monthly payments. Right. So it was. And they're like, oh, eight bucks, eight bucks, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, absolutely. The last thing I'll wrap up with is to always be looking for opportunities. So, as you're learning information about folks, and they'll share with you if you stop and take the time to listen, people love to talk about what's going on in their lives most of the time. Um, Take the time to to listen, to absorb, to take those good notes. You're only going to get out of your agency management system or your CRM what you put into it. So, taking the time to do that will help you to identify opportunities that are coming up. Right. Yeah. Right. Learn it to the fullest extent. You might have a piece of, even in your management system that helps you keep information in there and take all those notes that you can't with the client and document, document, document. Absolutely. No doubt about the need for the document. Save your butt as well as your clients. We do it well for them, but we got to do it for ourselves too. All right, Dana, thanks for taking the time to talk. This is a great topic. Yes, it was. Thanks, Nicole. Great to see you. And I'm on the roll.